This is the Music and Mental Health Podcast with Theology and DJ Fat Rain. My name is Theology, and I want to welcome you to the Music and Mental Health Podcast, Episode 17. Today we have plenty of new music from yours truly, and we have other tracks by Bear Cave, Blind, Vector U, and more. In the discussion portion, we are going to be talking about Frisson, 
which uh, I just learned it's pronounced that way. Um, Charlie Tate joins us, and she is the one who just requested the Claire de Lune track featuring Christine Hoberg that you just heard. That was the Motez remix, and that track is by Flight Facilities. Make sure you stick around for the whole time, as I've got a lot of new tracks that I'm really excited to show you, and this discussion went very, very well. Until then, up next, we have Peace and Melody, Fernando Olaya Remix by Musetta. Enjoy.
You just heard my remix of Eternal Recurrence by Hiroki Kakuda, and that is from Secret of Mana. And, since Charlie will be joining us later in the discussion, I thought I'd play this track. This is Brilliance, featuring her, and it's from my album, Trapped in a World Between Beauty and Bass. Enjoy. I'm dying. 
I've heard in a long time. Uh, I met Bear Cave or Nick Newhouse at Magfest and we bonded very quickly. Thanks for sending me this one, man. Up next, a little Wade Watts for you. This is Transcendence featuring Meredith Bull, who I guess is like TikTok famous now, which is cool that we collabed with her. Uh, enjoy!
Mm-hmm.
You just heard Green Gardens, the Vector U remix by Jun Ishikawa versus Koji Kondo. Loving the mashup remixes, Victor. Keep them coming. Before that, you heard Lucky Cat and Blind with Blip. And up next is 808 and Mind's remix of The Wind Waker's The Great Sea, which I fixed the mix on, so I hope you enjoy.
Music and Mental Health Podcast. Second Truth from the Left there. That's my remix, and that's a Kakuda classic. Up next is another classic. I've been wanting to remix this song literally for years, and I finally did on my plane ride home from Magfest. This is The Dark World from The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past, my remix. Enjoy.
the Music and Mental Health Podcast. was a request by DJ Fat Rain, as you will hear in the discussion that is coming up. That was Ferry Corsten's remix of Barber's Adagio for Strings by William Orbit. What a classic. Up next is another classic of sorts. I still remember the first time I ever heard this song, and I hope you like my remix. This is the title screen from The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Enjoy.
is enough music. Let's talk about Frisson with DJ Fat Rain and Charlie Tate. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Music and Mental Health Podcast, episode 16. I'm Theology. We've got DJ Fat Rain and Charlie Tate. Woo! Um, if, if you remember, uh, Charlie Tate sang for my Trapped in a World Between Beauty and Bass album. Uh, she's quite brilliant indeed. Didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the song was called Brilliance. I'm an idiot. Um, yeah, but first, uh, the sponsor of today is Aztec's Revenge uh montezuma's vengeance hot sauce which you can't see you can kind of see it you probably shouldn't do it though because it's probably going to be uncomfortable please don't sue us are, are you putting it in your eye is that is that what is that montezuma's revenge oh there you see it oh there it is there it is yeah just there don't it do it there we go. it's yeah, probably not a good idea that. i don't know why this is in my house <laughs> it's fine uh please don't sue us please so don't. uh <laughs> charlie how's it going it's awesome it's awesome thanks for having me i'm excited we're excited too. So the topic today uh, is pronounced frisson. It is French. Uh, I've always said frisson in my head because I've never actually really researched this. Uh, but yeah, why did you want to talk about this specifically, Charlie? Uh, well, because um, it's been a part of my life since forever. And uh, I've, I've run to that knowing I could depend on that feeling so many times in my life without even realizing it. And I think it was my mom a few years ago who sent me a link to this intensive, extensive study about it that they were mm-hmm. doing at, at a school. And I, I just, I fell into this thing and I read all about it and I was like, wow, all of these terms I didn't understand, like, you know, uh, they were talking about like the psychophysiological movement of musical experience. And I mean, it got really deep and intense and they, they broke down people who feel that sensation and the the number of people who feel different kinds of, of uh, results from it. Like whether it's tears or the chills or the goosebumps thing, I was just super fascinated about it. So I thought it would be cool to talk about it today. Yeah, yeah, totally. Cause I mean, I thought it was just goosebumps when you hear like a cool piece of music, by the way, that is what, frisson is it's it's yes. goosebumps typically but apparently there's more to it um can you kind of elaborate on more effects because yeah again i, I thought it was just goosebumps yeah so it, it actually affects when we talk about frisson or any kind of emotional trigger from music it can affect up to i think it's like a dozen different parts of your brain so and it when we get that feeling like when the dopamine rush hits and we get that euphoric feeling that comes directly from your amygdala which is this tiny tiny part right in the center of your brain science and baby. <laughs> yes and so then we have like you know the cerebellum that coordinates the movement and the physical memory i mean this i did not know how many parts of the brain that this kind of feeling could affect and and just how expansive it was because like you i kind of thought oh i i get this this great this great sensation from this moment in this song and i i mm-hmm. i love that but i didn't realize just how important it was to you know the memories that we have and especially as as people age and they start to lose their memories that's why music is is such a big a big deal because people can continue to remember things just because of a song or a lyric or a melody. It's pretty powerful. Yeah, happens all the time. Nathan, yeah. well, you said that you had an experience with it this week. Can you talk about that? Yeah. So um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the two two things. Number one, the video game Homeworld. I'm not yeah. actually, and I should oh, be due to my position in the world. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a video game from the 90s, um, 
late nineties. That's one of the best. Um, it started the whole three um, D space simulator games where it's, you oh. can move in. You can move in four D and everything else. But is one of the best opening intros I've ever seen, and the music in it is very moving and emotional. And in the first part, they play Samuel Barber's Adagio for Strings. <gasps> and we all love that song. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The so, Tiesto but, remix or the Fairy Corsten oh, yeah, remix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fairy you know, I, remix. Better, I might have to play the Fairy Corsten remix in the mix. Let's go. Thank, thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got yeah. you. Oh. I'll add it. I'll add it. But the, the, the emotion of that song is deeply connected to this intro story of this video game. Hmm. And it is literally just a... It's a the sound of a civilization. And I'm, I'm getting it right now. <laughs> there they are. <laughs> I love because it. Because it's this memory. I remember asking my mother, because I grew up around classical music. My mother was uh, um, sang in choirs and operas and other things. And around my house was Radio 1 being, Radio 2 being played all day. It was classical music on and on. So I, I grew up around jazz and all these other things. And I asked my mother, I was like, Mom, have you heard this? She was like, no, I haven't. And we sat there and I remember being this vivid memory of my mother and I bonding and listening to this. Um, but yeah, it has a, had a deep impact and a deep memory for me. But even now I can close my eyes and feel. Yeah. And you're memory. there. Totally. And I'm there. Yep. Man, that, uh, I'm so happy that other people in the world can like feel a memory. Yeah. Like, like the, mm -hmm. do you know the nuance that I'm trying to like get at here of like, I can literally like put myself in like when I lived in New Jersey, for instance, like I can put myself into how that season of time felt. I don't know if that has anything to do with Frisson, but it is often tied to memories. Um, yeah. W which is what, you know, my research uh, indicated. Um, and also that only 65 to 85% of people experience it. That's what I heard, but you know, statistics, 95% yeah. of statistics are made up, right? So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, I, think I, I think I read 50%. So it's probably okay. somewhere in there. Like, yeah, so yeah. somewhere in that range, right? Right, yeah. right, right. It's like, how do you exactly get the data correct 100% on that? It's kind of hard. But um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Sometimes when I experience it, though, it isn't tied to a memory. Um, often it, it can be, and, and for sure it is. But like the... Uh, the guitar solo that Gunderslam did in my Forest Temple remix. Every time I hear that, I get I, I experience frisson. Every time, um, yeah. I, I don't know why. Metal's not my first choice of a genre, but it's just something about the notes he picked and how they, I don't know, combine with what I made. It's crazy. And by the way, we're going to be performing that live at VGMCon in April, so uh, you, you should you should be there for that. But anyways. Um, I don't know. Uh, oh, I go ahead, Nathan. Yeah, yeah, what's up? So <laughs> most people, when they feel something or anything else, like they don't dive deeper into it. What made you want to kind of dive into this phenomenon? You know, most people's like goosebumps, like, oh, that's nice. But they don't actually dive into the scientific aspects. Was there a moment where you like, I want to learn more about this and the why? Um, I think for me, because everything is so tied to emotion, anyway like especially everything i do with my music it's all driven by the things that make me feel I, that's why i even wrote a song that just it's called it feels and it's just mm. about everything being so intense and that's that's i love that, that that was something that um that we were talking about earlier uh before we really dove into this is that you know how so people who feel free zone have this capacity to feel more almost because they literally have 
what I read was they have higher volumes of fibers that connect. It was like their auditory cortex to areas that process emotion. So, yeah. you know, that, that, and then I start just thinking about the bigger picture and, you know, so, so is it really true that people, you know, like us that have that sensation, do we just feel everything more, you know, do, when the, when the lows are, are, are low, are they even lower when the highs are high? Um, is it, are we moved more when we see a scene in a film or when we're reading a book or um, just whatever we experience is, is it, is it just that much bigger? And I think that's why I wanted to try to understand the inner workings of why it, it affects us so much. And like the goosebumps, that supposedly is a very small percentage of what, so people who do actually feel free zone in different ways, that's, I guess, one of the smallest percentages, which I, I didn't know. I was like, yeah, I thought, that's that was, I thought, I thought tons of people felt that, you know? Right. Exactly. Like, yeah. And that's the so smallest the, percentage. That's crazy. Sorry, go ahead, Nate. Yeah. The thought process yeah. that's going through my mind right now is that part of this is our previous podcast uh, guest, Tyler, was kind of talking. He um, Taylor. Taylor. He has, sorry. Ta Taylor, yeah. apologies. Yeah. has um, yeah. bipolar. And he was saying that, you know, I, I've made a lot of music and a lot of it is made for myself and I don't release to other people. Mm. And, you know, when we make music, it is, is creative expression of what's going on in our lives. And, you know, some of the best music I've made has been made from pain and suffering and other things. Totally. And I think yeah. part, of, part of this is like, if I think about Adagio for Strings, the first thing I feel is the emotion of the track and what is being conveyed through that. Yeah. And I think that's a big piece of this is that, we are able to pick up on that emotion that is being transferred through the music in its own way. Like we are able to vibrationally and frequency resonate with it and feel what they were feeling in that way. Yeah. It's yeah, crazy there's... how sound can do that. Sorry, go oh, ahead, I Charlie. Know. I, um, if I was going to pick a song that, that made me feel things the most intensely and has for a very, very long time. Um, it's probably the full orchestral arrangement of Claire de Lune, of Debussy's Claire de Lune. Um, I when don't I know hear, it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you'll have to send it to me. Seriously, I'll send it to please. You. It is, there's a moment, I wish I had a timestamp I could give you, but there's a moment kind of in the middle before, when it reaches a peak, before it starts to kind of quiet down. I, it, it just, I can't even explain it. It, it. it just, it's like, I'm feeling everything all at once, like all the good, all the bad, just nostalgia and like hope for future things. You know, it just kind of hits me in the face. And it, there's moments where it almost feels like I, I, I like to use the term, my heart is smiling, which doesn't make yeah. sense, but no, it does. It, it totally does. I feel the same feelings of like literally all of those emotions, like at the same time. Um, I, I tend to say like, this song makes me feel feelings that I can't explain. Um, <laughs> with uh, Formula Rasa, the nitrous oxide remix by Above and Beyond, mm -hmm. that song, I, I don't know what it is, but that does it for me every time. Yeah. And I've never really gotten goosebumps from that song, hmm. ever. It's just affected me in like, I feel all these things and I can't yeah. explain why. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. tying this into mental health though, um, that's what I'm struggling to do right now. I'm not going to lie. Um, is, is there some kind of like bent that we can take or some kind of thing that we can apply to our lives to improve our mental health when we experience this is, is it maybe the question that comes to my mind is, is it maybe being more open to feeling emotion? And is there a way that you could become one of the 65 to 85% of people if you have more of an open mindset towards 
feeling more emotion. I don't know. Maybe some people are just not wired that way um, because of the physical brain chemistry, but I don't know. What are your thoughts there, guys? It's a really, Um, really good question. You can go first, Nate. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, I think this is a fundamental difference in the way we listen to music because in reality, in this context, we are talking about music and how it affects our mental health. And if we're talking about the feeling of an emotion, we have to be present within that. In general, when we're listening to music, it's more of a background piece in some ways, not being present with it. Um, Personally, for me, I feel this more so less in a group of people and more more by myself. I have had it in a group of people. Um, But I think fundamentally, for me, I experience it more by myself with headphones on or in a, a silent environment. And instead of being different tracks all at once, it's like listening to a solid piece. And I think this has to go with our attention spans changing over a period of time. Mm-hmm. Classical music is not two or three minutes. It's no. <laughs> 10, <laughs> 10 to 15 movements, you know, multiple things like that. And even the way we listen to music as far as like albums, right? Albums aren't being created as a journey anymore. They're being created as tracks. Mm-hmm. So I would say, you know, if you think of the dark side of the moon, right? If you listen to that all the way through in a you know, peaceful environment, you start yep. feeling the music. I can feel it now. Like I'm getting warmer just thinking about that <laughs> yes. and have all the memories associated with it. So my, my answer to that is change the narrative around how you listen to music and turn the music into the focal point and being present with that and, you know, specific album, old or something or something like that. DJ Fat Rain, everybody, wise beyond his ears. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Charlie, what do you think? Oh, gosh. Um, I mean, I think it's true. I, I think what you were alluding to with with people sort of being hard, hardwired a certain way. Um, although I think, too, when when somebody when something happens to someone, um, I mean, I've, I've seen people who don't who don't usually have that kind of experience with music or a song and then suddenly something happens to them and their perspective shifts and all of a sudden it might even be a song they've heard before or a, you know it might not be anything new to them but something in their perspective and their life changes to the point where suddenly it's like their eyes and their heart are kind of blown open I, I mean I do think Nate what you were saying as far as taking the time to really invest in it and feel it makes a difference and and I I mean I can speak from experience and I wanted to mention this so I'm glad that you brought us back to the mental, the mental aspect of this. But I mean, I have an, I have an autoimmune disease and that means I have to take medication every day. And that means I have flare ups sometimes and I have to deal with the mental Mm -hmm. and emotional fallout from that. And whenever that happens, I run to things that I know are going to lift me up. So something like music is something I'll go to. And I mean, sometimes if I know somebody's going through something that's really rough because I understand that I might tell them, Hey, you might want to try this and usually it has to do with music or something like that, that can give you that experience. And sometimes they'll come out of it with a different perspective and they, they suddenly feel it more. And love that. yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Music has so much power. It's, it's, nuts. Oh, it does. It uh, does. Yeah. In, I mean, in both directions. Yes. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's why we're all into it, man. Um, yeah. Shoot. Well, uh, I don't know any other thoughts on your mind. Um, otherwise, uh, let's kind of wrap this up. Let's give some action points. But if you have any more thoughts, please, by by any means, uh, please share them. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I mean, I, I think we pretty much covered it. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think that, that music, like you said, music is power. Uh, yes. I, I talk about it a lot on my own podcast. It, yeah. And I, I mean, love your podcast, by the way. It's great. Guys, listen to Tater Thoughts if you have not already. Anyways. Thank you so yeah. much. Yep. Yeah, it's 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 fun. And I I obviously I talk a lot a lot about Queen and certain artists, but it I I try to tie it back to, you know, positive things in music all the time. And and that's I think I think at the end of the day, that's where I wanted to go with this is is the positive aspect of it and knowing that mm-hmm. that that you know you're gonna get that from a moment in a song or a certain song altogether and and that you know you can take that power and it'll lift you up and and drive you forward through the tough times and then just amplify the good times and absolutely love that yeah just i guess i guess i would say based on all this discussion just be open to emotion be open to being hit by emotion because it's good for you to experience all of it even if it might seem uncomfortable at the moment um yeah nathan any last thoughts i mean to to jump on your train generally well, pretty much always it's let to let the emotion flow through you then suppress it because if you suppress yeah. it it manifests in other ways but yeah just true spend a couple minutes to let it flow through you and release perfect love that well charlie thank feel the goosebumps. you yes feel them feel them baby yeah. <laughs> uh charlie thank you for your time this was a great discussion and i hope that it can help some people uh Me- do you experience frisson do you not let us know in the comments below. Um, yeah, I guess until next month, take care and goodbye. No, until next time. Bye, guys. Thanks yes. for having me. <laughs> yep, of course. Cheers. Love you. Peace.